0: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So, look for the blue check mark next to that thing that you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit eBay.com for terms. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rabb, an iHeartRadio podcast.
2: Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Scrub-a-dub-dub. And today is the first day of Tanya and Becca's book Book club. Club. (laughs) Yay! So the book of Topic is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Yes. I read this book. I think it came out in 2020. So I think I read it pretty much right when it came out.
0: And I read it shortly after you.
2: And it was so... There were so many parallels as I was reading it to my own life and situation. I I remember reading it being like, oh my gosh, this is exactly... If I was an author and had a way with words, this is exactly how I would describe it or say it. So we are kind of going through and reading it and just going to kind of talk about things that resonated with us. You don't actually need to read the book. I think it's a great book to read, but if you're like, I'm not a reader, I don't have time... You can just tune in and hear us chit chat about it. Yeah,
0: and you know we're all we're doing this in hopes that we can lock Glennon Doyle in by the end of (laughs) our book club. By the way, so I messaged her. So I you and
2: Glennon. No, no, yeah, okay. I messaged Glennon. So I I had posted the photo of the four of us from the soccer game. She saw it but didn't do anything. She didn't heart it. Didn't heart it. Didn't heart it. The worst. So then I was like. Uh, It was so great meeting you, like, thanks for being so warm Like, sorry I was, like, spewing my, like, words at you But, whatever, you know Saw it, no response (laughs) So, I don't know how to do the podcast No! That's like (laughs) It's like when, didn't this happen to someone where they, we talked about, like, a grace Oh, no, it was like, I messaged Jesse Williams and we were always saying, like, if you saw it, that'd be devastating yeah, she's she now
0: not she's good. now seen and, and not replied twice yeah i mean third time's a charm no
2: i gotta take a break my uh ego can't handle it ego
0: is the thief of, of success success yes
2: okay but i'm gonna g- just give it a break
0: yeah i mean it's gonna take us a minute to get through the book yeah 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 we'll
2: hopefully we'll make progress again
0: oh my gosh i know I can't believe you were seen and not replied seen to. seen and unreplied
2: to it's okay she's busy Okay, not looking good for so. Us. Not looking good for us. <laughs> it's okay, alas, we are going to continue the journey of untamed. Yes, we are. So the book starts out with her talking about she goes to a zoo with her kids and they have a cheetah run, right? Where they have like a dog that. Did you listen to this part or read this part? Is this the prologue? Yeah. No. Okay. So yeah. she. This was this part is so crazy. So she starts out the book. And she's saying they go to the zoo and her kids want to go to the cheetah run. So they go to the cheetah run and the, the trainer is like, has a dog with her. And um, she's like, oh, this is Tabitha. Tabitha is the cheetah. And she's like, this is Tabitha's friend, Minnie. They were raised together and they are best friends and whatnot. So all of a sudden they release this like pink bunny, like that's like a stuffed animal or something. And it is on like a string or something. And, and the cheetah like launches after and starts chasing it. And Glennon recognizes that the cheetah is just focused on getting this like dirty old rabbit and it's just been trained to chase this rabbit and then it gets its reward. And that's, it doesn't even realize the power or like the wild that it contains because it's just been raised in this cage to perform for these people. Right. And so she talks about how I wrote these in my notes. She, so she just talks about how the cheetah just does what it's expected to do. Uh-huh. It just like does the things that it was taught and brought up to do. And it doesn't even realize the power that it holds. If it just like remembered it's wild. So that's where the whole thing comes from untamed. Like this is a tamed wild animal. Yeah. And how we as people are tamed to
0: go a certain train way in to life. just follow yeah.
2: the, the bunny and chase the bunny and have our head down, not even look to the right or left and just go on the path that we're taught to do. And I was like, oh my gosh, that really, I remember reading it the first time and being like, oh, I get that. But like, for some reason, hearing it again this time, I was like, that is so accurate to how, I feel like for me, like how I lived my life was just like, you're good. You're a good girl. Uh You follow the rules. You stay in this lane. You go after this goal and that's what you do. You don't like
0: look to the right or left. Yeah.
2: And I was like, "Whoa, this is so good! I can't believe you didn't read
0: that part." Yeah, prologue. <laughs> you know, if you if it's really that important, it should be chapter one. <laughs> like the prologue to me is, is very throwaway. Well, yeah, I in said, most cases,
2: I said I don't really resonate in the sense of being like a wild animal or anything like that, but in the way of following rules and expectations that other people have of you.
0: But that's the whole o- overarching, overarching theme of the book is is being untamed. So like how we all live our lives, not uh, being wild. We just do kind of, and what I found to be interesting was early on, she said that at 10 years old is when kids start to hide who they really are to fit society's ideals. And I was like, that is so interesting because like when you're a kid and you don't really like realize what's going on, you are, you're just so yourself, you know what I mean? And then there is a point Where, like, when you start to wear deodorant, you want to start to wear deodorant because you're like aware of like people saying people smell or like Uh whatever. You start shaving because you know what I mean? And it's like around 10. That's so funny because I literally wrote in my notes,
2: like, I don't have a memory. I don't have a memory of when, because she talks about when they lose the spark is that 10 years old when you lose like the spark of just like being wild? Yeah. And I couldn't place a memory. But then when you just said that, It was I think I remember needing to shave because I was like, oh, I can't have I can't have hair
0: on my legs. Yeah. Like I remember that because that's like around sixth grade and I remember maybe fifth grade. But I remember so specifically because I went to a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. I was Serbian Orthodox. uh, I could not have been like more not like my classmates you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like everybody was doing first communions and coming to school in the white dresses and my parents didn't know so I was in like a white and blue dress you know what I mean like I was that girl Uh that was like in this school and was kind of not like everybody else and that's all I wanted to be I just wanted to be like everybody else you know what I mean like I just wanted to be like that and it's so crazy because now I'm really proud of like who I am and where I came from. But I remember then being like embarrassed that I had a Slava and I didn't have a first communion and like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like I remember feeling so much that and I'd wanted to fit in so bad and everybody started shaving their legs at a certain age and my parents wouldn't let me uh-huh. shave my legs. So I would go into the trash the bathroom trash and find like my sister's old razors that she like threw in there or my mom's and i would use those i would like hide them in a drawer in my room and i would use those to like dry shave my <laughs> legs yeah isn't that crazy i think that's
2: a very uh common experience though my mom had that where she went to shave her legs and tra- shaved it dry and just had cuts like up and down her leg yeah.
0: yeah
1: talk about untamed yeah wow.
0: yeah <laughs> I remember like so vividly Tamed I remember I would Band-Aid. steal it from the trash can put it in a drawer in my room and like hide that I was shaving well so
2: this is this is fascinating to me because so Robbie's kids are, are one of them's 10 uh 11 11 and okay nine. Just but nine. you talk about the difference in yeah. both of the boys and how one's so aware yes. and the other one's just kind of like still kitty has yeah. no yeah and that I, I I thought about that when I was reading this because I was like oh my gosh there's there is that shift where you're a kid and you have no worries or fears and everything's blissful yeah and then there's a moment where things change and it's
0: things- you're just so much more aware yeah yeah I've se- I can totally see it in the two of them and it that's what was like so crazy I'm like oh I think she's onto something with this 10 year old thing yeah mm-hmm. glennon knows
2: what's up well she the way she talked about it was that when she met her wife abby her abby went to ask her mom for approval to propose to glennon yeah and and her mom with like tears in her eyes is like i i, I see the spark again yeah she's i haven't like, seen the this, spark this alive. since she was 10 yeah yeah i haven't seen her have the spark or feel this alive since she was 10 and that's when glennon had this realization of like does that ha- is that A universal thing that happens to everybody. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Girl. So sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next part that I really resonated with. So when she talks about meeting Abby. She says this was the first time. She said it was the first time. I chose something beyond what I had been trained to want. Right. And I was like whoa. That is exactly how I felt when I met Haley. And I remember thinking like. This could be very complicated in terms of my family, my background, my following, you know, but I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to choose this because it's the first time I like really, really like feel like I want something.
0: Yeah. I remember when we used to think you didn't have it in you. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Cause I just, maybe
0: Becca's just like not going to love like this. Like she's never going to love like this.
2: And you know what? I think I was always content. I never, I never experienced where I felt like miserable or I was unhappy or I didn't have happiness or joy around me. I just think I was like content. Yeah. I never knew the experience of like being so madly in love with someone, like wanting something so badly, I think until I met Haley. And then I, now I realize what a loss that is for people. Yeah. Because it it's like, yeah, you can live a life of being fine. It can be fine. It can be just good enough. But like you also can have a life with so much more. Yeah. So and then she said creating a life with her was the first original idea I'd ever had. And the first decision I made as a free woman. And I'm like, wow, Glennon, I think she was in her 40s when she met Abby. I'm like, that's such a long time to live like for other people. And it's reminded me that so many people live life just like their whole life is lived. And then they get to a certain age and they look back. I remember reading Evelyn Hugo, actually, which might be our next book club for five years from now. Um, Let's see if we get through this one. And she the whole story is her kind of like looking back at her life. And she was like, I didn't. I I realized like I was living my life for other people my whole life. And I was thinking like, what a sad, that was a moment where I go like, maybe I'm ready to come out with Haley because I don't want to live my life. I don't want to look back and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't share this part of my life. That was so like beautiful and special because maybe I would disappoint people because they had different expectations for me. Like it felt so silly when you like put it into this like huge perspective. Yeah. So
0: I really, that, section I was like wow it is so interesting because I do think that a lot of people go a certain path whether it's what they choose to do professionally Mm -hmm. or who they choose to marry or whatever it may be because that's like the pressure that's put on them and then I think you do you get to an age where you're like what did I do all this for yeah dark because if you can say what did I do
2: all this for And your answer is I did this for other people's expectations. Then you didn't live because you accommodated.
0: Right. But you don't even realize it. No, you don't. Sometimes you don't realize it. Yeah. That's why like, I've always been so, you know, I've actually had some people message me being like, uh, you know, how can you support a modern woman that wants to stay at home, be a stay at home mom. And I'm like, because being a modern woman is doing what you want no matter what anybody else thinks or wants of you and if, like some people do like some people want to be stay-at-home moms and like that's the desire of their heart then that's what they should do but i feel like a lot of people don't want to do that and that's the expectation that's put on them and mm-hmm. so sometimes they do like they'll give up their career so that they that they can be a stay-at-home mom and then they end up regretting it for the rest of their lives
2: i think wanting to be a Right now in my life, I think wanting to be a stay-at-home mom is, like, one of the most, like, modern woman things you could ever do. I think that might be the hardest job. Yeah. <laughs> I really do.
1: I-, I fear sometimes we swung too hard the other way. Me like, too. Like, because, you know, I talk to women that, like, aren't career-focused, and they always feel like, oh, I'm not accomplishing enough.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm like,
1: you don't have to. I don't know. It makes me sad.
2: Yeah. I feel that. I agree. You know? I think we've swung the—I think we've swung in the opposite direction, And I think that if you are taking on raising children in this generation, in this world that we live in, I think you're taking on one of the biggest roles because you're literally raising and staying home with the next generation. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say if you are career focused and want to do it all that you can't. I'm just saying like, I think we've almost that that's become a negative thing is so twisted in how we see things. I'd like to be a hybrid.
0: I see you as a hybrid. Yeah. I don't want to be
2: a hybrid. I think there's beautiful balance. But I also think
0: how consumed I was with my dog and still am. Like I almost wanted to bring her today because I don't like leaving her. I can't imagine what it's going to be like with a baby. It's probably going to be yeah. times one billion. So yeah. Yeah. Mark this recording. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> This will be one of those that people send us and they're like, remember when Tanya said yeah, that balance. Um, let's take a break and then we're gonna come back and talk about blowjobs. <laughs> that was a section of the
0: book. Yes, it
2: is.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: in time for Mother's Day, no stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So, whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by Twenty One Seeds. So you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want
2: to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades
0: or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail.
2: 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas
0: Ross
2: has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds.
0: If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross.
2: All right, we are back. So the next section or part of the book was called Blowjobs, which is... A great conversation and I wanted to ask you about this because yeah I know you do Mm -hmm. but um, Glennon goes to her therapist not getting them giving them yeah that would be interesting yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) thanks for clarifying that yeah Um, so Glennon after she falls in love with Abby she goes to her therapist and she goes I've fallen in love with a woman and Even if in her therapist is like, no, like this is not going to go anywhere. This is a horrible idea. Like you got to, you know, get out of this and you have a husband or you're trying to work on your marriage. This is a phase This is a phase. And the whole backstory, which she didn't really get into this. I don't know how when she what part she gets into this, but Glennon's husband cheated on her. And so they were her whole story with her books before she met Abby, they were like trying to rekindle their marriage and like stay together and get through with the kids, work through it. And so she tells her therapist, she's like, I just get so angry. Like, I think I'm okay. And then he gets on top of me and I just feel filled with rage. I don't, I can't, I can barely even lay there. I don't want to have sex with him. Like, even if I don't like move forward with Abby, what am I supposed to do about this feeling I have towards my husband? And what does the therapist say, Tanya?
0: Have you tried blowjob? <laughs> a lot of women say that they're less intimate and they can do that. And I'm like, this just goes to show you finding a good therapist is crucial <laughs> because if that's her suggestion, that blew my mind. And this wasn't like 20, 30 years ago. This was pretty recent. Within the decade. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But also like if my therapist, if I went to my therapist and said, I don't want to touch my husband. And she said, have you tried blowjobs? I'd be like, <laughs> give me my money back.
2: <laughs> I just found it interesting in the sense that I know that you love them, but like most of my friends I talked to, they're kind of like, I mean, I'd rather sometimes just have sex and have to give a blow. Like that feels like more work. And like that feels like I'm giving more so I was, well, you're, you're hard to ask because you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, what? you're generous. Uh, so To me, it's less work to give a blowjob than to have sex. Well, I guess that's how the therapist felt. Yeah. Like,
1: do you find it to be less intimate?
0: Um, interesting question. <laughs> I don't find it to be less intimate. I do find it to be a different type of intimate. I do think sex is more intimate. Yeah. So maybe she's saying it's don't. it's more mechanical. <laughs> the, blowjob. <laughs> the blowjob, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a means the, to an the end. The word it's
1: "job" that, is in it, so, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, correct, that's yeah. true.
0: Yeah. It's not like there's like a loving exchange of eyes. Like we don't make eye contact, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? i no, like, I honestly <laughs> is yeah. That's exactly what I imagine for you. Just like wide eyed stare. That's out. so the thought of that makes me want to cringe. <laughs> that
1: face you just made, I don't wish on anybody. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is less intimate though so she is right with something
2: But but i just can't imagine feeling i can't imagine saying like i'm having a really hard time connecting with someone and like like being intimate with someone and the suggestion is to give a blowjob i'm like absolutely not yeah that's like never gonna happen no um so needless to say i'm assuming Maybe she's not with that therapist anymore. I, I don't want to so. make it so. I would hope, or so. maybe. The but therapist. let this be a
0: lesson to us all that a good therapist is key. Key.
2: So the next topic was the golden girls in yeah. high school. I think I can't remember the golden what the ones. Yeah, the golden ones, but I can't remember what the. I think it was called tick marks. Yeah, tick marks, because she she cheated and uh, did the march herself to be on the homecoming court.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, the, the concept of the golden ones was, like, the popular kids in high school. hmm And I thought I wanted to talk about, like, high school. Like, mm-hmm. were you one of the golden ones in high school? I think my whole life I've been a golden one, but not in a way where I'm, like,
2: oh. bragging. I'm, I knew you were going to say that. Not in a way of, like, bragging being the popular girl, but more in, like, I knew what to do to get approval from people. So, like, I knew how to act to have approval from my teachers. I knew how to act to have approval from everyone in my life. I knew how to be the best student. I just knew how to be the golden child. Child, yeah, the golden one. So I went to a really small school. Like I graduated with thirty people. So I, I did make homecoming court, and I was homecoming queen.
0: You were homecoming (laughs) queen? Yes, but like I went to the tiniest
2: school, and so. I felt like the queen like, has arrived.
1: <laughs> wow. In the presence of royalty
2: royalty. Thought you were going to bring me a crown or something. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I I, when I was listening to it, I was like thinking about how that's perceived when you talk about it, because when I think of high school, I don't think of. I think high school for some people like dictates how the rest of their life is going to be yeah. like they are who they are in high school forever. Yeah. And I never thought of high school that way. I thought of high school as like, this is that time. I loved it. And it didn't make or break me, I don't think.
0: You know, it's interesting because like, I feel like my life was an extension of my high school experience. And I'll tell you why. I was not a golden one. I was not a golden one. Uh But I was beloved by the golden ones. Does that make sense? That's what Glennon was. said she was. Yeah. So like they were, you know, the cheerleaders and the jocks were kind of like the cool, popular kids in high school. Mm -hmm. I was always like, I still was the tawny that I am now. Always super expressive, super high energy. I was on ASB. I was spirit commissioner. Like I was all the same Mm -hmm. type of that you see now. But the biggest like football player, the biggest jock on our high school team, his name's John Hale, and he was like the most popular kid in school. And he and I were like family. Like he loved me. I was like a little sister to him. Mm -hmm. And so I, because of that, I feel like everybody, I was very beloved. Like everybody signed up to be in my musical synergy club. Like the whole football team signed up to be in it, even though like nobody ever came to the meetings. Everybody signed up because of like him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting because I was never like a golden one. So I was like, I was on golden adjacent golden adjacent and that's why I feel like I kind of am now like I'm not like a cool girl but like I'm adjacent I'm in the pool
2: well I think as soon around. as
0: you think of yourself
2: as the cool girl you're not cool anymore right like as soon as you think no, you're I the- think the cool
0: girls know they're the cool girls but that
2: to me makes them not cool uh, but they're still cool
0: subjectively objectively <laughs>
1: yikes uh, cool girls are still so cool
0: no like The cool girls know they're the cool girls Yeah
2: but to me <laughs> Knowing that you're the cool girl makes you Less cool
0: Not really though I think so
1: So truly cruel girls don't know they're cool,
0: cool? Like, You think Alex Earl knows she's cool Doesn't make her less cool
2: I don't think she thinks of herself as cool. I think she knows that she's loved and popular, but I don't think she thinks, I think she's self-deprecating and doesn't take herself seriously.
0: Oh, wow, okay.
2: You get what I'm saying? Like, I think Alex Earl knows that she's loved. She has like millions of followers and that's, people try to imitate everything she does. But she's also very, comes across very down to earth, doesn't take herself seriously, shows her vulnerabilities. Like, I don't think of her thinking she's too cool for anybody. Mm. It's just my take.
0: in time for Mother's Day, no stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So, whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Presented by Twenty One Seeds. So you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't
2: want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades
0: or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail.
2: 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those
0: for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross
2: has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If
0: you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross.
2: Speaking of someone in the scrubbing in group remembered you from Spanish class. Oh, my
1: God. That was so exciting to read.
0: <laughs> from my Spanish Wait, class? Yes, at Los Alamitos High School? Yeah. Yeah. Who was
2: it?
1: Yeah. Wait, let me, let me see if I can find it. It was such just, a thrill to see that. Did she remember
0: my Shakira performances? I can't remember if she, she said
2: she didn't remember or she remembered you talking
1: about she Shakira. She remembers a lot of Shakira talk. But yeah. she, oh, Here we go. Uh, this is Alexa Drameor. Maybe
0: that's her married name. I
1: went to high school with Tanya and was just listening to her talking about singing Shakira in Spanish class. The only memory I really have of her is that one day I was in her Spanish class before I got transferred out. I don't oh. remember her singing, but she was definitely talking about Shakira. <laughs> And then that's asking if there's anyone else in the group from Los Al. And there's a there's a lot of comments on this.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, wh- when did you graduate? No. What year?
0: I think 2005. That's my pledge Do you know Katie plus. Smith? I mean, Class
1: of 05? I'm sure. And then people are asking, can you speak about the apples being thrown at people's heads oh, or yeah. no?
0: Oh, right. What were they saying?
1: Uh no clue what that's referring to, but if it's a Spanish class thing, I was only there for one day. She said people threw apples at her head <laughs> at school. I'm just, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I forgot about this. Uh, <laughs> no one knows what what you're talking about. The apples. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, find Kelly Peterson in oh, there. She'll know what I was talking about.
1: Oh, this person also says you used to sing the One Tree Hill theme song a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's Gavin DeGraw. How's that song go? Well, I don't want to uh, be, be anything I, other and than and what I've
0: been and trying to be Lele.
1: All I have
0: to do is think of me and, me and I, I got peace, peace of mind. That's funny. I got to get in that thread. Yeah,
1: it's a good thing. Yeah. Th- I know you're locked out of Facebook. But, uh, no, no I'm <laughs> no, yeah.
0: back in.
2: The but apples being thrown was so <laughs> funny. Oh, my God. The fact oh, that that, that girl
0: was only in my Spanish class for one day makes sense because I did perform.
2: We no, I believe that you performed, but the fact that she even just remembers the one day that one you day. were talking about Shakira, <laughs> I think confirms that you're being honest about your performances. Yeah,
0: and then it wasn't like the apples. It wasn't like a mass <laughs> apple throwing of like the seniors to all the sophomores. It was like my specific little group. So it was like a th- apple here and there. It wasn't like a mass apple throwing. And
2: just to clarify, because it's been a while since we discussed the apples. <laughs>
0: It was a whole apple. Yeah, or like a bite out of it. Like it was like, yeah, a whole apple. That is, that calls like legit. Yeah, that's a serious projectile. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lawsuit. (laughs) I know.
1: (laughs) Was it Red Delicious, Granny Smith? Do you remember?
0: I honestly don't. Did you ever get hit? No, I didn't get hit. Okay, you dodged him. I dodged him. But talk to Kelly Peterson. Did she get hit? Yeah.
2: We should call Kelly
0: Peterson. (laughs) I I wonder, I think I do still follow her. I think I like randomly was messaging her on Instagram about it.
2: <laughs> well, Do you remember the apples?
0: So, just, <laughs> Can't forget that. You'll yeah, never forget no, being I there. Say, a I mean, that
2: happen to you. That's not something yeah. you, that would be my personality. That would be an extension <laughs> of my life. Yes, correct. Post high school. Yeah.
0: Now I'm just dodging them. You know, like they can throw bricks. People are constantly <laughs> try. I could throw, make castles out of the bricks they threw at me.
2: Damn. Um, well, she rounds out the whole thing of saying they were tallying. Um, they were tallying votes. For homecoming court. Yeah. And there, she needed two more to be on court. And she was just shocked that she was even that close. And so she made her, she ticked two more for herself and got on the court. And all of a sudden she was on the homecoming court. And she was saying, she was like the part that made me sad. Wasn't really that I did that. It was the desperation to be yeah, loved. Yeah. You accepted. know, to be accepted. Popular. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. And I, I, um, I think that that's why a lot of people there is that extension from high school, because if you think about it, middle school and high school are kind of like your formative years of how yeah you're treated and how you treat people. Correct. And I think if, if you're treated like someone who didn't feel like they were enough or couldn't be part of the, the popular group, that's always going to be deep within you even if you're able to like move on and like have success i think there's always going to be that feeling of like i need to prove myself it's so true. i even feel like taylor swift has done that like she's written about how she wasn't like part of the popular group and yeah. i think that it's like she still it's has like all that this
0: fuel like she has to keep going yeah. she has something to prove yeah, yeah. it's interesting it gives you like a chip on your shoulder but like that chip can be used for good yeah or That's evil a- yeah the choice is yours
2: yeah, luckily Taylor's using it for good. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was an interesting conversation and I thought that um basically the whole the whole consensus uh, at least of the part that we read was that like we have this one life which I already touched on and and we live it for other people and other people's expectations and and it's not worth it. Like and I don't know like when you get to I don't know if it's something monumental happening in your life like for me it was when I met Haley yeah but I always think like had I not met Haley would there ever have been another thing that happened in my life where I
0: changed the course had to choose yeah.
2: for myself
0: you know and you know what I'm gonna do I didn't do it this time but I when I read the book the first time I did too I read the actual book and I would highlight mm-hmm. some of the like because some some of the one-liners are so zingy and I want to bring those because I do feel like those are really impactful even if you haven't read the book so next time we do the next couple I'll highlight Highlight. some yeah yeah
2: I also think that um I also think that if you find something that fulfills you and it is on the path of expectation that people had for you and you're happy and you find joy in it I don't think that's a negative thing like I never want to make people feel like if they don't have this like monumental shift in their life that they're doing something wrong. Right. But I do think there's a lot of people who settle in life for other people's expectations. Or people
0: go to college when they don't want to go to college. Yeah, That's what you're isn't supposed even to just do. Like it's right, personal not, yeah, life. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's work. It's, right. it's every it's aspect of
2: your life. And I, I also think that it's okay if, if the things that you were taught to do and the taught to believe, if those f- fulfill you and you feel like you're living your life at its best potential, that's a beautiful thing too. Yeah. I just never, I think sometimes we're like, you have to do your own thing and be your own person and step out of what you were taught and, and that's not for everybody. Right. I saw Noah Khan, you know Noah Khan. Yeah. I love him. I love his music. But he has a song called you're going to go far and mm-hmm. it's kind of like people have been posting videos of them like leaving home and like going and forging their own path and saying like they almost feel guilty leaving their family behind and that it's hard to like not feel guilt over like your parents getting older and whatnot and this girl posted that she was like i i wish i could relate to the song but i stayed in my small town and i'm a teacher and i did everything that i was expected to do and he commented and he was like it's okay to stay and i was like what a beautiful like relief Uh, of like simple words of saying like it's also okay to not go off and do something huge right but to make an impact where you are yeah so i'll leave you with that wow that's a great way to end it and we'll be back next week with five more chapters okay so we're gonna do dragons to imagine
0: Dragons. Imagine
2: dragons. Dragons to imagine.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: Feel the thunder. Yeah. I love that song. That song gets me so hyped. It's so good. <laughs> okay. So, Dragons to Imagine, and we will be back with the recap. And we love you so much. And love you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Can't wait. Love you so much. Bye. Just a young girl,
1: with the quick fuse. I was uptown.